The Very Serious Crafts podcast is now on Patreon. Head on over to patreon.com slash seriouscrafts to support our podcast and get early access to episodes, find out about our unfiltered patron-only off-week episodes, and more. You're listening to the Very Serious Crafts podcast. We're very serious crafters, and we craft very serious crafts. Very serious. Hello, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 21 of the Very Serious Crafts Podcast. I'm Heidi from Hands Occupied. I'm Molly from Wild Olive. And I'm Haley from Red Handled Scissors and the Bones and Bobbins Podcast. Today we'll be talking about plants, projects, pet sweaters, and a whole lot of rants. (laughs) Yes. Yes, that's right, rants. I I feel Mm -hmm. like none of these topics should come as any surprise to any of our listeners yeah probably not (laughs) we're gonna yell about some things and talk about some cute things yeah speaking much on brand speaking (laughs) of which speaking of which (laughs) um since i was last on the podcast um i have made my niece another rainbow toy um Mm -hmm. to go along with her first rainbow toy just in case something happens to the first one so there's no meltdown yeah that is very (laughs) smart um and i'm very very proud of her right now because she's on this like rainbow color obsession in general um so i've been getting a lot of cute videos of her identifying colors and like holding all of the colors of a box of markers in her hands and maniacally saying i have all the colors (laughs) yes like her that's the video that you sent us right yeah yeah. oh my gosh i i have never related to that kid more In just like sheer weirdness and enthusiasm, and her mouth is like dyed blue in the video as well. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a whole thing. Um, so funny, it's the best. Yeah, yes. So I had to share that um, I'm very proud of my niece. <laughs> I I like it. I like it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of videos, and possibly made on the same quality as your niece's video, I'm not going to say. I've taken, I've I've followed in Heidi's footsteps and I am not as fancy as Heidi, (laughs) but I have uploaded my first YouTube video. Yay! Congrats. Thank you. What's it about? Uh, It is a quick little tutorial on how to stitch the faces that I put in my embroidery patterns, which perfect. are just I think that's perfect. Simple, but uh, it's French knots, so people mm-hmm. are always like, ah, French knots, but... I love a French I knot. I know, they're nice, and so anyway, I just mm-hmm. made something small and cute, and I'm hoping to do more of them, like, just... I think small and cute is a really good approach. Yeah. Like bite-sized content is much less stressful in theory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, and I'm just not stressing about it. It is just what it is. So I'm trying to make I them like nice, it. but not. I, I'm just. What did I say to you, Heidi? I was like, <laughs> what I, I was like, well, it's they're not great, but they're okay. Is that yeah? <laughs> not great but fine you know yeah, it, was like, it was something like they'll do and i think exactly i i think they are probably more than fine there's a lot of stuff on my youtube channel from way closer to 2010 that is uh 
I guess, suspect in quality. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, I too also do have a YouTube channel Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) with, uh, there are a couple of more recent things, but with a lot of uh, interesting things of the vintage that Heidi's talking about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, well... I'm I'm subscribing to Done is Better Than Perfect yep. in this case and yeah, exactly so that. And like the second video on my channel, um I think I was texting you guys about this too. Um I do two cameras and right after I launched my channel and I did my blog post being like my goal is to make all of these videos multi-camera since I learned how to do this from my other video work, blah 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 blah. And then I finish editing the first video and my second camera breaks. Like it, this, the video functionality just stops working. Ugh. And so the I think it's the <laughs> unboxing video on my channel. I ended up shooting with my iPhone 11 turned around on selfie mode, landscape mm-hmm. style. And I just said, this is just, I'm just going to pretend this is a DSLR. And nobody cared. And it was fine. Yep. 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 And I mean... Frankly, iPhone cameras are pretty good. Mm-hmm. I just got the new one because I am um I trade them in mm-hmm. every time. And the selfie camera on this one is pretty decent and yeah. the regular camera is real yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that the yeah. 12? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I got the 11 last year and I have been very very excited with how much I've learned about um in camera photography and editing just from having like that powerful of a tool it was not cheap but i use it all the time yeah i am way 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 better at editing photos um on my phone Mm -hmm. than i am in photoshop which i think is really funny i mean i'm i'm good at both but i am so much faster and more efficient (laughs) on my phone which I think is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. That is. But that is. I am uh, I'm actually reveling in having downsized because I had the um, 11 Pro Max. So it was huge and also uh, irritating my shoulder, <laughs> which has been oh injured for like 25 years. <laughs> um, and so I, I got the, the little one and not the mini, but like, the normal sized one, and I have never been more pleased with myself. <laughs> uh, Except now, none of my like tripod stuff um, that I got for filming with an iPhone are the right size. Oh no! <laughs> Whatever. Bop, bop. That is a problem. That's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Heidi, I have a question for you. Yes. <laughs> um, so, you know how I have a skeleton? Yes. We all do, Haley. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So, I, I think Great Aunt Frances. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. You didn't mean your own personal skeleton inside oh, no, you. Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I have a, a fully articulated laboratory skeleton, like a teaching skeleton. I'm teasing. I know about Great Aunt Frances. I just was being silly. <laughs> I also just didn't remember if I had uh, mentioned her. I assume I've mentioned her on the podcast, but also I have two podcasts. 
it's it's hard to keep it's a lot to keep track of yeah (laughs) um so anyway great aunt francis my laboratory skeleton i think she needs a wig Mm -hmm. and i've never made like i i assume yarn is the way to go here since i've got a lot of it and I am not going out into the wilds of New York anytime soon. <laughs> um, so, Heidi, you've made these before, right? Yarn uh, wigs? Yes, definitely. Okay. Um, I love making yarn wigs. Uh- <laughs> okay. Um have you made a tutorial about it, or yeah. shall I just talk to you later? Uh, there's a tutorial on my blog. Okay, cool. Well, then I will add that to the show notes and we can all learn from it because <laughs> I, I just, there is something missing, you know? <laughs> well, also, she's got the glasses. She's got like the little scarf with the skeleton cameo brooch. Like she's styling. Nice. Yeah. And yarn wigs are, are fun because they uh, are a lot more forgiving than using, like, embroidery floss or something. That just takes a really, really long time and is less toothy oh. than, like, wool yarn as a wig. So, yeah. yeah. Well, And I'm looking for something that, even when ruffled, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because it just is. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think... I think embroidery floss would just make it look like... Oh, I shouldn't say this on this podcast. Uh, I think it would just make it look like when, um, I think it would look like dead people hair. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it is I a was skeleton, ha- to be fair, but. I was going to uh, guess the hair of the, um, the blonde Muppet, uh, from the band. Janet. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was kind of picturing. <laughs> well, also, yes, but I mean, keratin breaks down slower than other things, so. Sometimes there are skeletons with hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and that's, it's not cute. No. Anyway. I envision the Crypt Keeper. Yes! <laughs> that is exactly what I'm thinking. And <laughs> ew. And ew, yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the Crypt Keeper completely. I think for like maybe 30 years until just now. <laughs> okay. I love it. Before yes. we jump into talking for real, <laughs> we want to. What do you give... mean for real? <laughs> anyway, we want to give a shout out to some new serious friends of the Very Serious Crafts podcast who are now supporting us at Patreon.com/slash Serious Crafts. Many thanks to Lisa, Mary Beth, and Zoe. Y'all are the best. Yes, we thank appreciate you. So you. Much. <laughs> Yeah. What is that voice? I don't know. I don't. We you were just talking crypt keeper. I can't like do some weird voice. I don't know. So uh recently it's been really, really warm in Chicago, even though it's practically Thanksgiving. Um, mm-hmm. and this past week I finally had the energy, uh, thanks to an entire French press of coffee. Haha. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um to shift all of my plants around for fall um i've still only been in this apartment for maybe like a year or so and so i still am getting used to like what how plants do over winter humidity wise heat wise sun wise Mm -hmm. blah 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 
And one thing I wanted to try this winter was having a dedicated plant area. So like shelving that gets more plants going vertically in my dining room where I don't have a lot of width, but I have plenty of height in the space. Um, And I finally got that all set up this the other day and I really, really dig it. It's all like wire kitchen shelving and it's Mm -hmm. a really... And it looks good. Thanks. Yeah, I'll have to Mm -hmm. um, Instagram it and post it in the show notes. Um, Yeah, because the, the thing that I really like is that I can incorporate um, pebble trays for humidity and grow mm-hmm. lights as well, like very easily. And I don't have to worry about clamping on to some like precious piece yeah. of furniture with a lamp and wrecking it or something. Yeah. And I have some definite recommendations for grow lights and stuff if uh, if you should want them. Yeah, definitely. I think especially come January, February, I will grow lights will be mm-hmm. a big part of my strategy there. I got to tell you, um, not to center myself here in this, but, like, mm. grow lights for me are this, like, mega childhood memory. Like, um, <laughs> Haley, whenever I see your um, purple lights in... I don't have purple lights. Well, the kind of, like, the the slight, like, the, the grow lights that you have What's had... behind me is my grow light. Yes, but those... Are they, like, those grow... the LED ones, right? But I feel like they used yes. to have more of a purple cast to them. My or my first ones. There like, you go. Mm-hmm. That's it. Several seasons ago. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, my grandpa used to grow African violets, and so he oh. had a whole dedicated area for growing those. And mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, that's such a good purple, memory. Purple grow lights are like Papa. Yeah. And it just makes yeah. me feel like all all happy and um it's probably something that i'll end up doing at some point simply because of that but you know he i love that propagating yeah. them and there was always like a new a new round of of violets going it was mm-hmm. really it was really nice i haven't really My thought about that used to do that in these plant conversations until now yeah just mm-hmm. casually like yeah. on the table like with nothing okay she would just somehow they were always on like the side table next to the couch just doing just fine yep and i never saw her put any effort into it never saw her do anything remotely i mean she watered them but yeah now i'm very confused because i have i know i know a lot about plants because i have a lot of plants and those don't those usually are a bit fussier. <laughs> and maybe they were plastic. <laughs> I mean, they definitely weren't because I would pet them and they would be velvety and then my mom would be like, "Don't touch them." And I'd be like, "But I want to pet them." <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. I thank you for sharing that, Molly. That I really like that. Yes, that that makes me really happy and the purple ones, I just, I don't, I don't like them um, <laughs> because I don't like the color. And if I'm going to have them on all day and I'm yeah. going to be in the apartment all day, um, like they screw up photos, like they, <laughs> they do all kinds of things. Something um, important for Heidi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I, I have full spectrum grow mm-hmm. lights because I... I also didn't find the um, the red and blue combination lights to do much, mm. if that makes sense. 
Plus, when you have full spectrum lights, then you can like turn them on and be like, I have all the colors. (laughs) (laughs) I already have all the colors. (laughs) But also, I don't think I can stick my full spectrum bulbs on my fingers. (laughs) Wave them around. Oh my goodness. That's funny. Anyway, they make me happy, and if I stand too close to them in the morning, turning them on, because I usually have to wake up and lock my kittens in the bathroom uh, an hour or so before it's time to get up, if I stand too close to it for too long, it wakes me up so thoroughly that I can't go back to bed. That's funny. That, yeah, that, that didn't matter. <laughs> okay, so Molly, you sent us this <laughs> thing uh-huh. that we that you asked yeah. us to watch last night. I I will I never get that time of my life back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, I'm gonna I just I, explain yourself. I will. Um, I feel like there's also like some disclaimers that I would like to start this with. First of all, okay. I what I have seen in these videos, there are some clever things. I'm not going to lie. There are some clever things and some helpful things. And for some people, this might be even more helpful. They might have seen things they've never seen before. Uh, That's fine. I will also say I have made some stupid projects in my life. So I'm, you know. Oh, goodness, yes. Like, I I don't want to just, like. During the upcycling trend of 2010. (laughs) So I I realize I might be casting stones here. Also, I'm going to point out, I, this is like. I don't like to call out individuals on really bad ideas, but this is a big, a big corporation that is releasing these videos. So they I have feel, like seventy million followers. Or yes, something I don't insane. feel. I, I don't really feel bad about this. So, five minute crafts. Yeah, this is the name oh of the YouTube channel, the Instagram, the whole thing. They have different channels. There's like five minute eco crafts, or I don't know something like that. And I just. There's just so much wrong that it's it hurts. Like, I watched some of these videos and had, like, visceral reactions to them. There's a lot more nudity than I was expecting. Oh, I managed to miss the nudity. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was a whole bunch of cleavage right at the beginning of the glitter one. Oh, and, like, full oh, yes. underpants. Yes, shots. okay. Yes, like, underpants. Yes, uh, you're right. Yeah. Um, there, was, there was just significantly more skin than I was anticipating Mm -hmm. and lots of just in bra. Yes. So I really, I've, I've wanted to kind of like rant about this type of YouTube video for a while because I've seen so basically it's YouTube crafting clickbait is really how I would describe it. Yeah, that's totally right. We've all, I, I think probably most people who have been on the internet have encountered some of this. Um, but I had not really focused in on this particular channel until I, like, did. And then I was <laughs> like, um. And then there's no going back? Yeah. So basically, they are sharing these videos. It's all music, no description, talking, narration of what's going on. It's always very quick. And it's, like, this idea of these easy projects that you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes that's okay. And other times, it is no. A, it might be just <laughs> ugly. I, I told my mom, like, we have, we have this habit of, 
especially because we've done lots of like crafts with children, uh, Mm -hmm. saving certain types of materials that work well for craft projects. There was a period of time when we had stockpiled loads of the like cardboard egg cartons Mm -hmm. because we had used them for projects and then had way more than we needed. So I composted a bunch, recycled some, et cetera. Well, I told her, I was like, do we still have a bunch of those? Because apparently we can use those to make a chair. <laughs> like, wow. wow. Yeah. And they're sturdy. So I get it. But also what? Why? Like the, vi- the when I watched this, the videos made me think of the kind of videos that face the Facebook algorithm prioritized like sure. five years ago. And I feel yeah. like that's maybe where this channel like built their foundation and following. Was, like, the 15 or 30-second Facebook videos that auto-played that, like, BuzzFeed had a huge following of. absolutely. And then now they're, like, repurposing the content to, like, TikTok and Instagram reels and then also, like, weirdly bundling it on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, and it's, like... And, I mean, it is... Like, I get why you would stitch... (laughs) I did not mean to make that joke. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Why you would stitch all of those clips together. Yeah, I... Because I fully watched all of the videos. Yeah, because you, you couldn't us. you couldn't wait to see what shocking yeah. thing was what coming shenanigans. next. <laughs> yeah, but mostly I was just concerned, specifically with the fashion related hacks. Uh huh. Like that, you can get that to look cute in front of a camera, but you're going to be naked at some point out of doors because the thing is not structurally sound. Well, okay. So like, and also staples, staples. (laughs) Oh my God. Staples in yoga pants. Wait, 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 wait. For context, can you explain what these staples were supposed to be doing? Yeah. Because this, there was like, they have fashion hacks where you just take your clothes and then quickly change it. Again, I have been guilty of doing stupid things like this. But go ahead. <laughs> oh my gosh. So there was a clip with a woman working out, like doing some bend over free weight. Yes, sort of which thing. by the way, a lot of these, um, they show them almost like little like skits. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, honestly, that is helpful. Like it, the infomercial it it that's very like. clear what they're doing. That, yes. Like the infomercial where they're like, oh, I've dropped Cheetos everywhere. Like, uh, yes, that. Yeah. That's, that that's exactly it. That and guy. so next it like goes to this zoom on her split yoga pants and her underwear said something but i couldn't see <laughs> like, of course it did. <laughs> uh, yeah um so dumb. but anyways so <laughs> then there's like this very quick movement of her pulling out a stapler a stapler <laughs> stapling up the seam of the yoga pants was it the crotch them back on wait she stapled the crotch uh, but it was like the the butt crack scene. Okay. <laughs> but still, aren't you um, gonna sit on those staples at some point? <laughs> right. Yeah. And like she did it from the inside, so you wouldn't see it from the outside. But <laughs> if you're working out, like the least that is going to happen to you 
is that your underpants are going to get holes in them because of the friction of you moving with those staples (laughs) on that seam. But also, what? That. That is not, like, (laughs) no. You can fix that seam. That is not difficult (laughs) to do. But by the time you have reached the point where... The butt has literally ripped out of your yoga pants. There isn't enough fabric to do that. Well, okay, and also let's just, I, I, I feel like we're taking this so much more seriously than is intended, but that's what, I mean, we're obviously we're serious crafters, so that's what we do. But like, yeah, okay, but these if you were at home, to be real tips. I know. It, if you're at <laughs> home working out uh-huh. where you have a stapler, mm. then who cares if the seam blows out? And, at, and as you said, at that point, it, it's probably time for new yoga pants because <laughs> yeah. you could sew that up and it's just going to rip again. Yeah. But if you are out where you, it would be an emergency. And you I would have need to had quickly this happen. <laughs> yeah. You aren't carrying a stapler around. Do you go to the front desk of the yoga studio and say, hey, do you have a stapler I can borrow? <laughs> what is happening? Well, I personally just had my entire left butt cheek showing all this. <laughs> That is what I did because I didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, also but, um, in also yeah. in this that like the clothing hacks one, like right off the bat, the first thing the person puts on this very ugly dress, lifts up the seam and pulls a large dressmaker shear from her garter. <laughs> yeah, it's the dressmaker shears being pulled out of every orifice. Yes, that. <laughs> <laughs> she just proceeds to start cutting the dress while on her mm-hmm. and like leaves all of the raw edges and everything which can be a look but there's no way it actually looked nice when you cut it that way so if you're gonna tell people to cut up a dress to make something new at least show how to do it properly because if well, someone right. doesn't know better they're gonna do it like they showed it no, there's like, there's got to be little like teens and tweens who like became makers because of videos like this. And then they're like, oh, I don't actually have any skills ah! at sewing. Well, I mean, and maybe, maybe that's how you get skill. Maybe. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's trying and failing. It's certainly how I got skills. Mm-hmm. And I remember when we were cutting up and repurposing t-shirts into everything that has ever existed. Yeah. Uh, I think this is the thing is content for definitely not for us. Well, no. No, it, no, no. and it for sure isn't. But there's there there's some questionable advice um that and some questionable actions mm-hmm. like that could get you hurt. Yes. Like all of the iron related All of the iron stuff. things, the resin things. Oh yeah. The, yes. Like, like yeah, just pour pour resin over it. Like no, this isn't it's, that ventilation. It's you, not that simple. But yeah, yeah the, and also is that food safe? Do you like yeah. the the iron ones though, yeah, where they were like, yeah, just oh. iron bottle caps together. I was like, I don't I don't know. Like, how many people are gonna ruin their irons because of this? Like they put a piece of paper down or whatever, but like they're still but they didn't on some of on them. On some, no. I don't even I, know what they were doing. I think it might have been straws, like plastic oh, straws. Yes. Pushing it with her finger to the <laughs> iron. Yeah. And, like, unprotected finger. It's like, someone is going to get serious burns. Yes. Yes. 
Um, also, and also don't make bangle bracelets out of that. <laughs> the sewing ones, which I found on Instagram because I realized, okay, yeah, they're obviously everywhere, but um, they're sometimes in different little chunks. The sewing ones were, I found like some of them, I was like, okay, well, that's kind of ugly, but I see that that could be actually a smart way to make a pin cushion that wraps around your sewing machine, but okay. But like mm. some I showed, I showed my sister Grace who sews, but is 16 and was like, what do you think about this? And she was like, um, just use pins, duh. <laughs> I was like, there it is. <laughs> Thank you, Grace. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, yeah, oh, your fabric is splitting apart. Put a magnet on your sewing machine. I was like, no, pin the fabric together. What? <laughs> and I so properly. I, say, I absolutely have a magnetic seam guide. Like those are a thing. Yeah. They exist. I Good have tip. a magnet made to put on the striker plate (laughs) but i i also pin my fabric yeah i mean there's times when you don't need to but it was like their exaggerated examples too are very you know but so anyway in the midst of all this obviously we are not the only pizza pizza yeah we're not the only only pizza we're not the only people who are poking fun at this because i found a person on instagram who is a comedian and very funny, obviously. Her her Instagram <laughs> handle is Nikki Dubes, and she has a series of reels called Five Minute Crafts Be Like, and it's just all her doing these ridiculous versions of <laughs> this same kind of thing. My favorite one, if I might jump in, yeah. is her um, version of how to prevent stubbing your toe by duct taping bottle caps to each of your toes individually absolutely that's perfect (laughs) that's my favorite one (laughs) did you also see the banana version of that (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) so funny i i would say like listeners if you have not seen these i'm sorry but you need to i you're gonna have to join us in our pain and um it's a thing it's a whole thing and it just yeah, it just makes me shake my head. It's so <laughs> weird. Also, most of these crafts don't take five minutes. I would yeah. just like to be clear that it takes a lot longer than five minutes to artfully glue twigs around a circular mirror. Um, oh, yes, because and let's let's also acknowledge the sheer amount of hot glue that they go through Uh in these videos, it's astounding. It's it's funny because I worked when these videos were really popular in Facebook, like I was describing earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working for a company as a consultant. It's a company that's no longer around. And I kept being in all these meetings where they were trying to get me to come up with like ways to distill like knitting down to basically like a five minute craft type video. Because they were like, that's what's going viral. We got to compete with BuzzFeed and Five Minute Crafts. And I just remember being like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I mean, there are, there's a difference between that and like craft entertainment that is presented in this way. No, they just want the traffic. That's, that's what they're all doing. They just were like, let's make the content that fits the algorithm. 
Yeah, and that's, and that's fine. Good for them. Like yeah. that is a that is a business choice. But then I look at the comment. It's misleading for people who yeah, don't know we, better. Yeah. That's what bothers me. Yeah. Yeah. And also, please, 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 even if you are following any of these tips, which I am not saying whether you should or shouldn't, <laughs> do not make a bathing suit <laughs> out of, I don't even know what. I, old yoga pants, maybe? Yeah. Um, yeah. And actually wear it in the water. Yeah, no, that's a bad idea. Because I would also that say... that is not structurally sound. I would also say, if there's any of these things that look interesting to you, because again, there are some interesting ideas. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's all... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, I would say, before you start a project that you've seen in one of these, look it up elsewhere also and see Mm -hmm. what more information you need because there's a good chance you need more information Mm -hmm. that's like i think that's a very good way of putting it the safety disclaimer because you might need more is all i'm saying yeah (laughs) and i mean there are absolutely gloves that you can get that would allow you to put your finger up against an iron there you go in case you really really want to do that uh, I don't remember why I looked those up at some point. <laughs> because you're a very serious crafter, obviously. Or I think I just wanted a blowtorch. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, so thank you for letting me rant about that, you guys. That made yeah. me very happy. <laughs> I mean, I hear, according to these notes here, we've got another rant coming at you. <laughs> so can we talk about handmade face masks that make absolutely zero sense yes 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 (laughs) so i am unclear and maybe either of you might have some insight that i don't have into this but i'm not sure if some of these face masks are meant to be protective in any way or if they're simply meant to meet the requirement of having your face covered in a rolling your eyes sort of way. Because there are some very, very confusing items out in the world, and I am going to call out specific Etsy shops. I'm not by name, but I'm going to yeah. link to specific um shops but these are by no means the only people who are actually making these so the first time i saw this in action it was from an artist that was on instagram who later showed up in a vogue article and um her name is yorari johan's daughter and she's wearing a knitted mask with several mouths with protruding tongues. Lots of them. Yes. And, like, <laughs> it is clearly an art piece. Yeah. And when I first saw this, and it was very early, it, it was in April when she first posted it. When I first saw it, because the Instagram algorithm was like, hey, you need to see this, <laughs> I... I don't believe she had added 
the disclaimer that this was an art mask, that it was not a safety mask in any way. Like, I, I think it was an artist's response to what was happening in the world. Um, and it's really cool. But it's definitely not a thing that you should wear if you are going to go in public. It's not going to help you. And it may even make it worse because people will want to come closer to you <laughs> to look at your crazy mask. So... The next round of masks that make no sense to me are uh, mesh. There's an entire category of lightweight, quote, breathable, yeah. <laughs> sheer mesh face masks. Yes. See also and some of lace, them are beaded. Yeah. Or um, tulle. Or, yeah. Or... Mm -hmm. Like, you can see people's mouths through them. Mm -hmm. And I can only imagine. And they've got, like, good reviews and people with photos. And I can only imagine that these are people who don't want to wear face masks, but who have to go into places. That hadn't occurred to me, actually. I, th I thought that these were for, like, layering over another mask. I think no. that's a better idea. <laughs> that makes but a lot of sense. But that's not how I'm seeing yeah, them used. They never show them that way. They or mm -hmm. like talk about mm -hmm. layering them because I've I've seen them. And now I will also say, I can. And that would be cute. That yeah. would be cute. But yeah, there's not one photo that shows that in uh, any of. Yeah. Dang. No. And all of the photos from reviews are people. Loving them and their see-through. I, I, yeah. It, <laughs> I mean, is that just being like, all right, you said I had to wear a face mask, but I don't wanna. I don't know. I That that occurs to or me. Or face mask, but make it fashion because I just yeah. don't get why what face masks do. Well, that's the fashion. That's why I thought the fashion ones were for layering. Well, and that would make sense. That would make I've sense. I've never seen them used that way. I've seen otherwise, what would be that Because my like, made-in layered face masks. My logic is yes. like maybe the high fashion ones are showing that they're see-through to say we are not making any sort of medical safety claim for our product. The rest is I up to you. I wish they said that. But they're probably, I, st because of marketing and capitalism, they're probably trying to say something without saying something, which is why we're like, which interpretation is it? Perhaps that's their idea. Maybe. My next favorite category is the leather and faux leather face masks. I had not seen and these until you shared this. <laughs> I have a friend who definitely wears these and like high art versions of these. And I've seen leather ones that make sense to me that are like engineered and like aren't dissimilar to like gas masks in structure, just more compact mm -hmm. that have filters and holes and stuff like that. But there are just a bunch of like regular accordion masks or the sort of more face-shaped masks that are just leather or just 
well, vegan leather, so plastic, and they don't have holes or anything. Some of them even have filter inserts. <laughs> but like, no need do, to filter. do you not understand how airflow works? I don't understand how these masks work. <laughs> I don't think they do. Also, isn't that less comfortable than... Can you imagine oh. the mask knee you get from that? <laughs> oh, mask knee. That, that is a thing. So I don't understand the ones that have... I, I kind of can get the, the fully leather ones that are just like, whatever, this is what we are. Um, because I feel like people probably aren't wearing those for protective reasons. They're wearing them because they have to have a face covering and these don't make them look wimpy. I don't know. Okay. Um, but the ones that are that with the filter insert built in are the ones that baffle me completely. Because, like, add some air holes, then it would make sense. Yeah. It does not make sense just sewing a pocket into them. <laughs> so I'm, I, I'm sorry. I'm really I, enjoying this. <laughs> yeah. So I, I want to deeply dislike this next variety of masks, except that it would be so useful to me that I, I don't know. So the there's a mask... Which I feel like could go very poorly in a Halloween-y kind of way, if you did it wrong. Um, <laughs> but that there is a, that has a zipper sort of across where the mouth is that would allow you to drink from a straw or something like that. <laughs> and, well, it wouldn't, I mean, and it still looks like it completely covers the nose and has a seal so if you're not breathing out of your mouth it seems like it would be a reasonably effective mask but i'm not sure i i don't think that having the zipper teeth right the metal zipper teeth right at the mouth mm -hmm. is going uh -huh. to filter very well uh-huh you know i mean you could fix that by just adding a flap to cover the zipper. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I will say, as many really ill-advised face masks as there are, and I feel like I should just make a blanket statement, you should not be knitting or crocheting a face mask unless you're going to line it. Yes. yes. Like, mm -hmm. that, that should go without saying, but it doesn't, it would seem. Um, but there is a group of deeply bizarre fashion face masks that are totally useful. And there's one that I found that is three layers, 100% cotton, filter pocket, you know, wired nose, all of the things completely covered in spikes. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I just have to be like, Okay. Like, I see you. I get what you're doing. You're being safe. You're also... I, I, I almost want one. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway. So, um, therein largely wraps up that particular rant. It's just that, why? 
and I would really, really, really like some insight as to whether or not people think that that the masks that clearly aren't doing anything are doing something. Like, are people under the impression that they're being protected or protecting others? Uh, I don't want to yeah. make any assumptions there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just go... I've seen so many quilters and sewers who have spent a lot of time working on making as masks that are as effective as possible. Yes. Both mm-hmm. in fabric choice and in fit and all of those things like I've become you know like how you've talked we've talked before about the awareness of clothing fitting well comes Mm -hmm. when you sew your own clothes and you become aware of what fit issues there are I'm like hyper aware of face mask fit issues because I've oh my gosh the open sides on the face masks that are too big i just yeah. in There's advertisements <laughs> all, like so many so many things like that and so i look at it and i'm always like this is you know this is why this fabric is a better choice than that fabric or um all of those different things because i've i've looked stuff up wanting to make sure that i was making safe choices for my family mm-hmm. and yes i would i so then I that that's I think why this becomes more confusing when I see people selling things that I go I just don't think I un- I'm missing yeah. something here. And it seems like they're trusting strangers to have done that work. Yeah. When there's no evidence that that work has been done. Yeah, that's the part that definitely makes me nervous. I'm not the market for these. Yeah. And so they really could be like just meant to cover your face because you have to cover your face but also like Heidi your point of adding it over another mask to make it pretty Mm -hmm. I it just never I never even that didn't occur to me me either I think that's (laughs) actually beautiful I like that Mm -hmm. idea yeah okay so I'm done ranting about face masks that don't make sense okay all right so quickly as we you know, move through this podcast. There's so much, so much ranting going on that I'll talk about something. <laughs> um, hopefully, that won't cause me to rant later, later on down the road. But uh, so you know how I do my stitching clubs, mm-hmm. yeah, somewhat regularly. I decided very regularly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, pretty much. There's at least one every year. Kind mm-hmm. of that how it works out. So I decided to do another one, but to try something different this time. And Heidi, you might be able to weigh in on this a little bit mm-hmm. more. Um, so normally when I do this, I have people sign up. They get on a list that gives them a pattern a week. And so mm-hmm. I email those out. So it kind of is this um, guided pacing on the project. Mm-hmm. And this time around, I decided to try something different, which is I am releasing the entire pattern all at one time. I'm still calling it a stitching club, but I'm making it more like a stitch along in the sense Mm -hmm. that buy Mm -hmm. this, work at your own pace, but I will share the patterns, like not share the patterns, but like show pictures of things each week to say, here's kind of how to stay on track with this and get it done before Christmas. 
And I, I'm going to try it and see how it goes. But I'm a little <laughs> like, what's going to happen? I think that's great. I like that idea. Because you've yeah. did, like, when you did Intarsia Mountain, mm-hmm. obviously, did you, well, no, did you release the whole pattern at one time? Or was it more like a mystery thing? I did it as um, a mystery knit along um, because I also at the time was doing this thing that I called the read along knit along. So we had like a section of a book that was paced with it. That's right. Intarja Mountain, like Intarja Mountain didn't like directly parallel like the narrative of the story like I had done with past read along knit alongs Mm -hmm. where I had a very specific section that was like inspired directly by things happening in the narrative of the book. Okay. Anyway, but that's all technical organizational junk. Um, well, no, that's yeah, like, that's such a cool way to have done that, but yeah. Yes. Okay. Basing it out worked really well though, um, yeah. because it was a way to also pace the conversation about the book. It was just a lot of work to keep up with a book group and a knit along at the same yeah. time. And I got really I burned out. Only yeah. imagine. <laughs> I admit. And that's <clears throat> part of where I was with this was I was kind mm-hmm. of like, am I going to be able to do a weekly club even though sure. that kind of helps pace the workout for myself, uh, yeah. the am I going to be able to maintain a weekly club during this time, like mm-hmm. leading into Christmas? Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, I don't know. So yeah. I, instead of just like working <laughs> yeah. to like release it now. Yeah. And I feel like a manageable deadline in chunks if you've worked it out very specifically ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find yeah. that helps me move forward faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So um, like I, that's what I do for my books. I, yeah. I lay it out to the date. Yeah. Yeah. If all goes to plan, <laughs> I, I'll i be releasing this within mm-hmm. the next week, um, which already feels a little bit late for a Christmas project because it'll be coming out mid-November. But... Um, yeah, who cares? It's... It's nobody not ever a huge finishes project. their Christmas projects on time. I know, I know. Um, but that was part of also Except why I Heidi thought, maybe. Well, <laughs> rather than try and release something that people have to wait another like four weeks for something to come out, they'll get the whole thing at once. And I, because I know there are people who just charge through the thing, so mm-hmm. um, this will definitely benefit them. But anyway, we shall see how it goes. I'm hoping that anyway, what it is though is it's a little Christmas mini quilt or table mat with cute um, that look like little snow globes with Christmassy things in them. So Oh, oh. I like that. It's kind I of, am kind of really excited to see that. I am That uh, could go really well. I I hope so. I have um I, I'll hold up for the camera you can see Santa and an oh, elf. Oh, I like them. very cute i like the pink i like the pink on the elf yeah there's Mm -hmm. like i i used um my other my other ones have pink and aqua and Mm -hmm. different shades of red and green so yeah that make the pink and aqua makes me think of rudolph the red-nosed reindeer elves yeah the claymation elves yes yeah yes so anyway love it i'm working on and we'll see how the release goes (laughs) cool just trying a different method, because yeah. why not? Yeah, I, mean, I feel like... Why not? Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. And we've all been doing this for so long at this point. It's like, might as well try something different. Because I feel like I get yeah. stale so yes. much faster than I used to just yeah. from having done this yeah. for a decade. It's just that. the nature of content. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I also think that it would work both ways and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <clears throat> It will be just as enjoyable for someone to work through it at their own pace as yeah. it would be for someone to get a drop of information every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so trying to balance I that like out it. with some Instagram posts. And, yeah. uh, well, yeah. and there are people with time on their hands who don't have – who often yeah. don't have just sitting at home time. Yeah. And so – I, I think that that is a thoughtful way to release a project at this time. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Thank you. What, uh, what shall you be working on next? Uh, well, this may cause my cats to murder me in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to decide how bad of an idea it is to make my cats matching sweaters. I think it would be very cute. I think it would for be the record. Adorable. Yes. Well, this year I got them matching bat wings, but the kittens weren't quite big enough for the bat wings. Um mm-hmm. and so but but sweaters would be funny. And <laughs> Mr. Big Stuff already wears an anxiety vest. Yes, yeah, so- he likes it. So like, this that's not an issue. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I... And the kittens don't care. They're kittens. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, they're six months old, but they still don't care. They're kittens. Uh, so I'm trying to decide if they would kill me. <laughs> um, and, and I pulled a couple of pattern ideas... Uh, there are like just some some normal, like what you think of when you think of a dog or cat sweater, mm-hmm. just a nice knitted piece. Mm-hmm. And I was looking specifically at yarn crafts, not uh, not sewing. Um, there was I also saw a cute granny square style. I really uh, like that one. Yeah, I like it too, and. <laughs> I feel like that might be less irritating to a creature than a full enclosed sweater. There are just a lot of holes. It, it's lighter weight. Yeah. Um, and it the, those rainbow colors contrast really nicely on that on the black cat. So you yes, know. And, and I do have two of those. Yeah. Um, I there's also this cat sailor outfit. <laughs> I, I've I've reached the I've reached the uh, yeah the section of it's exactly <laughs> what you think it is, listeners. It is exactly how you're picturing it, like a cat sailor suit. Yeah, <laughs> it just consider Mister Big Stuff in that. I, I don't think it would be as funny on the kittens. <laughs> it's. It's almost Mr. Smee. Yes, that is <laughs> especially I think that on is Mr. What Big I was thinking uh, subconsciously, actually, that uh-huh. makes complete sense. 
Or I could just make them all ridiculous hats. I don't know why I feel the need to clothe my cats, but, you know, it's it's that season. It, mm-hmm. um, so I found a really great witch hat mm-hmm. that it's just a really good pattern. Like, somebody really thought through the proportions of a cat-sized hat. And I'm here for it. <laughs> also, of course, someone did that because yarn people. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. and witches. I was like, with love. There's probably uh-huh. more than one pattern for making such a thing. Oh, there is. And this was the best one that I uh-huh. found. Mm-hmm. There's also a Viking helmet. Love um, that. Which is cute, but I feel like it would be easy to off balance with the horns. Okay. Uh, I mean, if we're talking about sheer wearability. And there's also obviously the Santa Claus hat. Yes. That one is a more obvious one, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, seasonally. Yes. Obviously. Anyway, so I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I haven't decided yet. I support you in all of this. Yes. I would also say the um, the Granny Square one especially would be a very quick knit as – or a very quick knit. Wow. <laughs> a very quick make uh, for trying it out, you know? Yes. None yeah, of them would true. take very long because they're small. But that one would be especially quick. I, I like that. I feel like that could also use up some yarn ends that I've got kicking around oh, and yes. stuff. And it's been a while since I've gotten out my crochet hooks. Mm-hmm. It's a fun, I love I love whipping out a crochet project for the first time in a while. It's invigorating. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I love a granny square. Mm-hmm. I just, I have multiple stacks of granny square items in progress from like over the past decade where I have gotten bored making the thing halfway mm-hmm. through, I should really like do another round through all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's where I'm at. I will report back if, um, well, I guess you will know if I'm slain. <laughs> and, okay. I mean, because I, I, I will be gone. And if not, there will be photos. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm so. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. <laughs> All right. Oh boy, good plan. Good plan. <laughs> well, on that note, I think we should sign off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So, <laughs> thank you for listening to the Very Serious Crafts podcast. You can follow us. Mm, my brother's calling me. No, Adam, I will not talk to your adorable baby right now. I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Very Serious Crafts podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Serious Crafts and on Facebook at Very Serious Crafts. You can also find show notes and all things Very Serious Crafts at (gasps) VerySeriousCrafts.com. And finally, if you're a fan of the Very Serious Crafts podcast, please leave us a five-star review on whichever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Good ratings help us show up in recommendations, which helps more people who love crafting find us. Very serious. <laughs> oh my goodness. So serious. All right. Yeah. So funny. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>